This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game palais to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet 100 bucks to get 100 bucks at sportsgamepodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamepodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-D. State restrictions do apply. And we're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit and we're also brought to you by SGPN's 57 bets challenges $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the winner of the, our props contest get all of the contest info exclusively on the SGPN app and if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game make sure to check out our live show at Ainsworth Thursday at 11 register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game All right, DJs. welcome back to, I guess, kind of recap. Pebble's not over yet, but we'll talk about what happened to Pebble. And we're on to the Waste Management Open in Phoenix. This is the first tournament I've been fucking pumped for. Uh, and I can't even tell you how long. It's your boy, Boston Cap. We got to golf himself. Steve, Shermer, Steve, what's up? I, I, I wish that I could take uh, this Pebble Beach tournament and throw it in a Waste Management uh, trash container right now. Yeah. Unfortunately, we yeah. can't. We all got to show up tomorrow morning and see how this thing rolls down. But, uh, yeah, that was a long slog that is unfortunately not over. Um, We got a couple things in the mix, though. Uh, It was looking pretty bleak on Thursday and Friday. but Oh, my God. Uh, doom, doom on Thursday. We were texting each other like, there's not a single winning bet on our fucking call. No, I, I thought I was going to get blanked. <laughs> and uh, the <laughs> south, the south, the bone saw also wasn't looking too great for me to start, yeah. but uh, yep. that ended up kind of okay for me uh, at the end. But yeah, like this was, I, you know, somehow, um, you know, we always go into Pebble saying like this field sucks and, you know, like the coverage going to be bad, but I, I kind of set my expectations low. And uh, somehow the viewing experience uh, did not meet expectations. It's almost no. like CBS knew, or Golf Channel, CBS, they all both knew that, like, this field sucks, so we're not going to spend any of our budget on this, and we're just going to save it all for next week because there's going to be more eyeballs. But just as a hardcore golf fan who doesn't, like, in shit on, even in, like, bad uh, fields and stuff like that, like, I'm still watching. I still want to be entertained. I still want yeah, of course. a coherent product on my TV, and I, we didn't get it this week. No, it was, it, no. I, I, how many times do we talk about it? Like, uh, how come I haven't seen a single shot from Victor? He's like fucking mm-hmm. three shots back. Like, I got nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing. Yeah, and look, whatever. Like, the pebble is what it is. Like, I don't want to bemoan it. Uh, golf Twitter has done enough job, and gets to the point where I'm like, I don't even want to be part of that crowd who bitches about it because they bitch about it so much. Like, listen, we know what we're gonna get. Hopefully, someday they'll change it. They probably won't. It is what it is. Like, we're gonna gamble on it. We're gonna bet on it. And we just have to deal with uh, shitty coverage until somebody in the PGA office is like, uh, let's fix it. I don't think they're going to fix it. Just don't. Like, I, I'm just, it's like, it's like beating a dead horse. Like, it's, like I just feel like nothing's going to change. I know. I'm just, I'm just beaten down, man. I'm just beaten down. I mean, I'm going to have my heart and my, is going to literally explode if I don't just get this all out. Cause I mean, I, I, out, I, could, I could say this to my wife and she's not going to understand. Yeah. She don't care. Yeah. Here, here's what I don't understand about this coverage. Like, listen, like I understand that you want to show a lot of celebrities for the mainstream. It's fine. What I don't get is we have ESPN plus we have PG tour live and literally it transitions to golf channel. And it's just an extension of PG tour live. We're seeing the same guys. You're seeing the same golfers. They just focus on four guys. They're already in feature groups. We saw how many shots of Ryan Palmer. Did I see this week? Way too many. Too many. 
Way too, too many. many. Too many is the answer. Yeah. So so it's it's almost like all the cameras for PGA Tour Live, those what they all had to work with for the week. Yep. Um I don't really get it. I don't understand why that's the case. It, like, like for example, like Justin Rose's ace, just no, no film didn't see it. at all. Like, there's not a hard. I've camera. never seen it. Have you seen it? I no, didn't see it. no, it's it. No one filmed it. <laughs> like, there's not even like a hard. Like, there's not even just a camera just behind the green, like just recording this stuff. No, that's no awesome. one, it, no one saw it. So technically, maybe he's not at 15 under. Maybe he actually made like an eight on that hole. But he's, you know, he just pulled a Patrick Reed. Inspired with his playing partners, and he's out now. He's you know winning tournament right now. So, well, I told you. Did I tell you Tommy's doing? Uh, he's going to be a shot link guy for the players. Is he really? He's, he, yeah. So he's doing. He gets all these videos, and he told me today that uh, they have to sign like a, a morals clause, basically, where they can't like share information. He's like, I, <laughs> so it was a group text. He's like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be able to talk to you that week. I was like. That's not the correct attitude. That's absolutely not the correct one. <laughs> but yeah. he's he gets all these emails and like just he's getting overwhelmed with all this shit. Like they take it serious, I guess, when they want to, right? Like when they want to. Remember, TPC was the first one that we, we got to watch every fucking shot from every golf course if he wanted to. Why can't we do that? Like fuck Pebble, like waste management. We're leading up into the Super Bowl. People are watching it. People are gambling on it. Like why couldn't we have that here? Do you know what I mean? Like. I mean, I, I mean, they're gonna have, I think, that's other stream with a uh, like points bet or something. So, like, they, 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 so they did something in conjunction with NBC last year. There's like five different streams, I think. Like, you'll have okay. some celebrities on this. You'll have a gambling company doing something, um, and then you'll have like, uh, you know, the main guys. So, yeah, like there is additional coverage this week. Uh, the gambling one, from what I remember last year, was pretty bad. It's garbage. It's, it's almost so, like these guys so were actually so gambled on golf. Um, they were like, it's minus 400 right now. I think that means. Yes. yes yeah. Like they're trying to explain it to us. But I mean, like at, at the end of the day, like I, I think like CBS has tried to make changes and, you know, they do what they can. Uh, I, I legitimately think Comcast, who owns Golf Channel, just doesn't like golf and, or just NBC Sports in general. Like they already shut down their network and turned USA into the golden corral of channels with you know, lawn or SVU. And then we got a college basketball game. Then we have uh, suits right after that. The golden corral. I like it. Just yeah, a little I mean, bit of everything. So, well, Comcast is, everybody knows Comcast is like the worst company in the entire fucking world. Well, their yeah. service is trash. Like, so why, why would, why would their coverage of golf be any different? Right. So, <laughs> so, so there's that. Um, I also didn't really understand, uh, Either when they decide to stop play or who got to stop play. But Justin Rose is bitch ass. That's that's why from your boys for the no, no lane up pod. And I saw it somewhere else on Twitter. He was bitching at the people to fucking water the greens. They watered the greens and they it was raining. Didn't... Why would they water the green? They were, it was raining. I, because Justin Rose is a fucking bitch. And if he wins this fucking tournament, like the golf gods, they don't exist. Golf gods don't exist if Justin Rose wins this fucking tournament based off that hissy fit that he threw and he got the he basically like you said like he basically made everybody stop playing because he wanted i, I can't i can't a, a limey prick like that whining and bitching and moaning with his bad mastercard commercials his stupid fucking morgan stanley hat i i i i i i i, I might have a fucking stroke. well well the week got off to a rocky start when they decided at the beginning of the week that everybody's gonna play with preferred lies what was that because it was rain three days ahead it makes no fucking sense well they they tried to make it 
equitable for everybody. But the problem is, like, you kind of saw it this week. Like, you didn't play Pebble in the same conditions as the other guys. Like, like it is impossible day to day to day. If you do a multi-course rotation, you're never going right. to have it fair if you're by no. the coast. No. All right? So, like, I, I like just decide day of. You don't have yeah. to do it all three days. And so, I, so let, let me get this up straight, too. So, Thursday, right towards the end of the round, like, what, 40-mile-per-hour winds started yeah, whipping up. up. They yep. made everybody keep playing. Yeah, it didn't okay. stop it then. Then yep. Saturday, you had 30 mile per hour wins, and then one green was unputtable, and then everybody stops. Everybody and then stops. this morning, Rose is and then this morning, it's a little windy pebble. Only they stop, not everybody else. I know you said that. That's so wild. Like it's crazy. Like it's so stupid. I don't know. It just, it, it just seemed like they're kind of just flying the seat of their pants. They absolutely. I, that's exactly what they're doing. I. It just. Like the RNA, like the Open Championship, like they kind of just let things go, yeah. like how it is. Um, you know, sometimes at St. Andrews, you might have a situation where the green just like it gets too windy on them. But like, this really shouldn't happen in the PGA Tour. This was a this was a nightmare, and yeah. it's kind of embarrassing that like we have a lot of ca- like casual sports fans who didn't have football maybe going to check this out and just seeing this clown show on TV. It's it just this is why the ratings are in the crapper. Basically, God, I can't. I, you know, I, I wonder what, what do you think the rating is going to be this week? Oh, God. Um, over under 250 on Sunday, like 250,000. Yeah, I think maybe 400,000. That's not great, though. You think so? Yeah, no. I'm taking I'm taking the under on that. I'm taking the under. Okay. I mean, 100%. we'll see. I mean, I, I that's not good, though. For, for no, I know football. it's not good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's competition is gymnastics and college basketball. There's a NASCAR race that probably drew some eyeballs, too. Um, it's not good. It's is not NAS- good. Is, is it NASCAR? Is NASCAR, it? yeah. Right. Yeah, they're, they're on LA right now. I don't know what that means. All right, like what? Los Angeles? Yeah, they, they actually built a track inside the Coliseum, the LA Coliseum. Oh, how about that? Yeah, it's actually that. kind of cool. I might uh, turn that on uh, after we're done recording. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I mean, if you're listening to this right now, uh, Pebble Beach is still going. Justin Rose has a two-shot lead. Uh, Brendan Todd Bullshit. and Denny McCarthy are behind him. I have a bet on Brendan Todd. He was my FOMO bet. Uh, Capper, once again, thank you for shitting on my FOMO bet for the third straight week. It's been I have him top 20. I just didn't think he was going to win. You said, you said that was a bad FOMO bet. Yeah, it was because he's not going to win. He's still not going to win. Okay. All right. Well, He's second, so yeah, okay. I get at least got a sweat out of it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's my really Robbie Sheldon made a little bit of noise. He kind of faded yeah. back. I have him for a top. He cashed a matchup for me. There you go. He's he's been solid. Uh, yeah. Nick Taylor looks like he's going to finish top forty. That's going to be a bet for me. Uh, Victor Hobbin better hold the fuck oh, together that tomorrow, or else I'm going to go, or else everybody's going to go over three on those mispriced uh, top twenties, basically because Patrick Speeth because Speeth ejected too. Speeth couldn't hit a putt. Yeah, I actually thought well because today he was today he was all over the fuck. Well, he was all well because if you start on the back nine today, you were screwed. Like you look yeah. at everybody at the bottom of the leaderboard, it's all guys start on the back because the the winds flipped. Yeah. So you wanted to be on yeah. the front nine because you had the wind at your back. Like I'm not surprised that happened. Um, but because literally like they had a camera on him the entire tournament, seemed like yeah. uh I got we got to see a lot of speed. I didn't think he hit the ball that bad. It like a no. lot of putts kind of just hung on the lip. That's there. the it's story just, of his fucking last hole. Months at this point, yeah, I know. Maybe not twelve months, but yeah. Well, it vacillates. I mean, like a couple years ago, it was all putting and no ball striking, and then when ball ball striking, no putting. Like even at the Heritage, he lost strokes putting that week. I know. One. I know. I'm aware. I had Lowry who put it in the water twice. That was Mm -hmm. fun. 
So it'll be interesting to see. I think a couple of years ago, uh, Smith was actually in the mix at Phoenix. It was the year that he had no balls. It was the first. It was it. the first time he was back in contention. Uh, right. That was when you when you texted me. I think it was Friday or Saturday. Get down on Brooks. Forty oh, to yeah. one. <laughs> and I got down on Brooks at forty to one. And we cashed that up. We did. That was Thank nice, you, baby. But it was so a, it'll, be, it'll be interesting it to see if maybe maybe Spieth can kind of rekindle that again. So. <sighs> Maybe. I mean, it's a, it's a stack field, though, which we'll talk about. Actually, why don't we take a break first? Yeah, let's take a break, and then we'll jump into it. We'll we're, done, we're done with Pebble. We gave it more coverage than uh, than the networks did. <laughs> so, Basically, yes. <laughs> and more time and care. Exactly. Uh, way more time and care. The, uh, all right, well, listen, WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBets builds your own bet. The big game is here, and WinBet has got you covered. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now. WinBet, ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 bucks, and you get 100 bucks. It's limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 in free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so that they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, man. So this is okay. like the first, this is the first right, field. What? I know. Yeah. Uh, continue your thought. <laughs> I was going to say, like, this is the first field that, like, I'm excited about. Like, it's it's the big game weekend. No, I can't, can I? No, you can't. I checked with the guys. You can say it. Oh, okay. Fine. Super Bowl weekend. The, um, <laughs> we just can't say it in the ad reads? Yeah, just in the ad reads. I mean, although I, I was actually thinking about, I was going to go like, Juego Gigante. You know, like, Sabado Gigante. Like, Sabado. <laughs> um, either way. No. Either way, man, like, this, this tournament has turned into... Like what golf should be, right? Like we don't need all the tournaments to be like this, but we need more tournaments like this, like where people mm-hmm. are are getting amped up, up the hole in ones. You got Higgs taking off his shirt last year. You know what I mean? Like everybody gets into it, throwing beers, everybody's drinking, having a good time. Like this is we golf needs more of this. Golf needs more of this tournament. Does it need more of this? Yes. Well, you know, like like the crowd atmosphere, like yes, absolutely, like- a- absolutely does. Yeah. See, I I like it that it's just this tournament. Like they've tried doing it. Like Honda doesn't right, work. Right. We've seen it happen. It like, seen sometimes, like the crowd tries to take over. Like anytime it goes to New York, they just turn obnoxious. Like I, I like that this is the one. I I like that this is just the one tournament where that's a part of it. I feel like if it becomes like a thing and like mobile tournaments, you and I would get sick of it. Like Maybe, they, they would I, beat into the ground. It's nice to bring it all, out once a year, and that's it. I feel like I feel like it could be more than once a year, but it has to be organic, right? I don't like the force shit. Like I don't like the force stuff. Like I don't know, but they kind of encourage it at this tournament with the way they set up, like uh, you know where the grandstands are, and you know overserving everybody, basically. You know what I mean? Like I don't yes. know. TPC TPC could be like this, like or, or Sawgrass. I say TPC like it's the only TPC, but I live here, so. But like Sawgrass could be like this, man. Seventeen can get rowdy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not a quiet tournament, but it could definitely get a little louder. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't know. Like oh Christ, did I just say a fucking live line? 
golf but louder gross oh no um, oh god all right i sc- scratch everything i just said our, golf our, stay quiet. our, our uh, people watching us right now is about to go up a thousand because all the lib bots are the bots are, uh, exactly. watching us right now exactly no listen like like i agree like i don't want this force either i like that it's part of it like i just i like that it's once a year this is special this is good like yeah. let's not mess with this okay That's fine so it's it's yeah, and like you talk about like how things were forced, like yeah, like the when the beer cans were thrown the first time, that was great, but then they started right. throwing now beer it's... cans after everything, and then it's like okay, yeah, let's, yeah, let's right. stop, pump the brakes, okay. yeah, exactly. All right, holding ones only. Yes, exactly. From uh, from Sam Ryder, poor Sam Ryder. Um, all right, so waste management Phoenix Open, obviously. So another reason why this is great and why you're pumped up is. Yeah, the Century Tournament Champions, <coughs> excuse me, was technically the first elevated event. This is the first elevated event. This is, this the, is first the first one, one yes. right. where everybody is here. I think everybody's here. I don't. I didn't notice anybody. There's that two wasn't. that are missing. Okay, two out of the top twenty-five. All right, I don't, I don't remember who though. Um, I mean, look, like, I, I, I think, I, I think the execs would love it because we have two guys right now that are just killing the game of golf. I mean, you got John Rahm, who's won four times in his last eight starts, um, hasn't finished worse than T8, although that's the hero. In a PGA Tour event, hasn't finished worse than T7, which is last uh, week at Torrey Pines. You also got Roy McIlroy, who's won three times in his last seven starts, hasn't finished worse than fourth. So the only time they have actually gone head-to-head since last fall, um, well, actually two times, it was at CJ Cup. Roy got the best of them. He finished, he won the event. Rahm finished. Uh, fourth in the CJ Cup, and then a couple weeks later, uh, John Rahm won the DP World Championship. Uh, Rory McIlroy finished fourth. Yep. So, like these guys are kind of going back and forth yep. about you know winning big events. You know that they're been in. We haven't seen them actually square off in a tournament since the DP World Championship uh, because Rory didn't play the Century Tournament Champions. Um, so yeah, this is another uh, showdown with them. But obviously, there's a lot of really big names in this. You know, Xander, Cantlay. Uh, both these guys played play really oh. well last year. Yep, Finau, Cam Young's flying back from the Saudi uh, after yep. playing pretty well over there. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, JT, Hovland, Tom Kim, Keegan, Morikawa. Keegan. 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 Okay. Keegan. Yes. I, I, on a hot streak, apparently. Dude, I, seriously, like, I cannot wait to bet Keegan this week. I can't wait. Okay. Like, think about, uh, so we can get into the, the, the preview and you break it down much more eloquently than I will. But you need to be Gain off the box. You need to be good with your irons, and you need to putt your balls off. Guess who's putting his fucking balls off? Keegan fucking Bradley. Let's yes. go. Like, I'm telling you, man, that, that like that 71 to number or whatever that they posted on DraftKings, I can't wait to get down on that. I'm so excited, Becky. Okay. Uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about odds at the end of the show. Sorry. But, uh, all right, that's fine. All right, well, let's talk about the I'm golf excited, course. Steve. I can't help it. I, can't I know help. you are. I'm excited. I know you are. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the golf course real quick. Uh, so TBC Scottsdale, uh, built by the late Tom Weisskopf. Rest in peace, Tom. Um, and then Jay Morris, they teamed up to uh, create TBC Scottsdale. Uh, finally, we are done with multi-course events. No more. Thank God. Not until Sea Island in the fall. Uh, is what, do we, what do we say? We got to tell the listeners, next year we're not doing the pebble. We're doing the bone saw. We're done. We're done. We're, we're done with the pebble. I mean, we're done. I mean, we book guests. So we, yeah, had, we, to, we had to, but yeah, no, I'm saying next year, next year we're done with the pebble. Well, if they make an elevated event, then we we're covering it. They're not going to make it an elevated event. 
I don't think they are either. I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't think this event works yeah. anymore. They they would have to get rid of the pro M format. Yeah, they're not gonna do it. I don't. No. I don't. So we're gonna cover the bone saw next year, guys. So R.I.P. Golf Gambling Podcast covering the fucking pebble. We'll still do a little bit. We'll just come do a little more. Maybe that. So. Yeah, we'll do it like how we treated the, the bone saw this year. We okay. just threw our hour rights. So that's right. what we're Okay, let me back to Scottsdale, buddy. Okay. Sorry, buddy. All right. So I get on this show a lot and I say, look, like this is a TPC, not really all that interesting, pretty homogenous. Um, this is probably other than Sawgrass, I would probably say this is the best TPC course they play on the PGA tour. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of really interesting holes. Like the front nine. I would not call that very interesting. Like, like, can you name any holes in the front nine? No. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them are pretty, you know, str- like the par fours, pretty out right out in front of you. You got to hit driver on all of them. You got a bunker you got to avoid. You know, there's desert on both sides. Don't hit it in there. Uh, there's one par five with a little bit of a ravine in front. Other than that, though, there's no water that comes into play, I think, on any of them. It's kind of is what it is. But the show starts... On the back nine, right out of the gates too. Like that hole number ten. That's right that's like a night. That's yeah, like a man. ninety degree hole. You can cut the corner of the bunker. Um, it's I think it's one of the smallest greens on the on the golf course with bunkers on both sides. You know, if you miss the green there, that can be a tough up and down. Uh, Eleven. That's the hole that you and I really like with the, basically the concrete fairway. Yes, <laughs> where it's 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 borderline unfair. Uh, it looks great, and it takes a giant hop into the water. Yes. Like you have to hit a really good drive there. Number twelve, there's water around that hole too. Like there's some really good holes in the back nine, but it really starts getting going right at hole fifteen. That's the right before you know, obviously the sixteenth. Uh, fifteen 16th, is a yeah. is a five hundred fifty three yard par five. It's got the island green, uh, very reachable into. There's also water going all the way down the left. Intimidating tee shot, intimidating approach shot. You also you have to birdie this hole though. It is very important. Not only birdie this hole, but birdie all the par fives. There's only three of them, but they're all reachable. Uh, if you want to win this tournament, you got to either birdie this hole. Also, for you, Capper, I know sometimes you ask me, hey, how many eagles do we have? Uh, there's a lot of eagles in this tournament. I know. So if you're somebody who likes betting, hey, will John Rahm make an eagle? Will Rory McIlroy make an eagle? This one's probably for you. Yeah. You can typically get, like, so for people who aren't as uh, degenerate as I am, so, like, you can typically look uh, you can go round by round and the worst odds you look at is like four or five to one. Right. So pick a couple golfers, some long guys who you think you're going to do it, especially this week and uh, just do it round after round. And uh, you know, maybe uh, at worst you should break it. So one of the big dogs is, is at least one of the big dogs is going to make one Eagle. What's funny about, like you said, um, uh, 15, right? Like everybody goes for it. Everybody goes for it. Yeah. Unless like, you're, why not? Unless you're in the rough. Yes. Right, because even if you even if you don't even if you don't get it and you go in the water, you're still getting up and down for fucking pie there. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, I mean? plus you you're also at field, but it's not like God. yeah, you're also at altitude as well. So yeah. even if it's like a two hundred and like I mean, you're getting a lot of roll because it's usually firm and fast. You probably have maybe like two twenty into the green, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah fifteen hundred feet of altitude. That's basically almost a club help, you know, helping you there. Oh, easy. So yeah, yeah guys. You know, there's there's also like there's a couple bunk a couple bailout places. There's a couple big bunkers to the side there. Um, there's some overseeded rough that'll catch balls uh, before they roll into the water. There's there's a lot of room, at least to miss there. You just can't miss really wildly um, going to that yeah. green. So, Agreed. Um, 
but yeah, like you absolutely have to bring that whole plus, you know, you're going to start hearing stuff from the 16th. It might get in your head a little bit. Yeah. What just happened over there? Right. Yeah. And then 16th, obviously we all know about, we already talked about it. Um, you know, I mean, like on an ordinary day, like for 361 days a year, it's kind of a whatever hole. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 160 yards, multi-tier green, Couple bunkers, but yeah, when you put twenty thousand drunks, that in- that pressure, man. Can you imagine getting up in in that box and all that? Like, is it just your normal guy? It's like, like whatever, like a Ryan Streb. I don't know why that name came to me, but whatever. Like, like you know what I mean? Like a guy like that steps up into this box, and there's a bunch of people watching. Like the, the pressure on like your normal guys who aren't used to feeling the pressure. Like, I feel like that's gotta that, that either depending on your makeup, right? That either helps or hindrances you. Yeah, like I, I know I've seen videos of like Ian Poulter famously shanked it like into because yeah, uh, he's a twat. There, yes, he is. <laughs> um, but yeah, listen, like you watch this tournament every single year, you know what the 16th hole is. We don't really need to get into it. I mean, no. for you and I personally, uh, if we ever went to this tournament, we probably would spend a little bit of time at 16. We're probably spending most of our time at 17, 17 though. Yeah, that's that's the best hole. In the, day, that's, baby. that's the best, best hole. hole in the golf course. Best hole. Absolutely. Not even close. Yeah. It's not even close. Now it, it's taken, it's not as good as it used to be because all these guys are really long now where yeah, like there used to be a decision. It. it used yeah, to be, do you lay up short of that, you know, center line bunker or do you just go for it? Like a couple of years ago when Finau had that, uh, like a three shot lead, um, over Webb Simpson, he laid up off the tee and ended up in that center line bunker, uh, ends up, I think, parring the whole web birdies it. Uh, but guys now they can pull three wood and they get to the front of the game, which listen, it's hard to control a three wood sometimes. Like if that can go left on a lot of these guys. We saw with Sahit Zagala. Uh he went oh, right yeah. in the water yeah. there. Uh we've seen yeah. a couple times that your good friend, uh Brandon Grace. Uh yes. he's he blew a tournament here by hitting in the water. Uh Ricky Fowler famously uh hit a three wood, hit the down slope and went all the way through the green to the water. He oh, yeah. may have uh hitting the water again in the playoffs. So well didn't Decky didn't Decky just do that last year? Uh was it two years ago. Possibly, I don't know. I mean Decky's no, won sorry. this twice. No, I know, uh, but I, I I feel like he he went he like putted or chipped it off and then the, oh no it got saved on the collar uh because he chipped it again and <laughs> when it when it went in and it stayed on the call on the back end. Yeah. It's it's a nightmare. Like it's such a fun hole. It's the best hole on the course. It is. And, and like if you go right there too, like there's a low line collection area. We've seen Brooks Kepka chip in uh to go into the lead, but that's not a very easy up and down, especially if the pin is tucked like back left there. Uh you basically have no shot to go that's for on the pin s- if you're if you're on the you're, that's on Sunday. Right? It's on Sunday, right? It's in. It's, I feel like it's in front. It's, I feel like it's in front the first couple of days, and it's always in back on Sunday. No, last year it was in front. It was a, it was front left last year. Uh, usually, I think Saturday they put it back there, though. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but regardless, if it's back there, if you're if you bail it right, you're not probably making a birdie there. That's a tough approach shot. Well, it's a drive. <laughs> well, no, 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 say no, no. So you like mean, you, trying to get lay, up and down. You, yes. Yeah. If you lay up, right. Or if you end up to the right, like that's like, that's a tough approach shot. Like, it, like that's a little 50 yard, 40 yard, like handsy. Well, and, yeah. Like, and if the green's running pretty firm, you could chip that all the way. Put it right in the water. water. Yeah. We, we've yeah, seen guys yeah. do that too. So yeah, listen, fun hole. Uh, it's actually the site of the only uh, hole in one on a par four uh, in PJ tour history by uh, Andrew McGee. When the fuck was that? This is like way long time ago, like <laughs> like early two thousands, I think. Um, really? Yeah, he made he made a hole in one there. 
Yeah, listen, 17. I'll have the YouTube. I'll have the YouTube that shit. Is it there, like, is it a architectural masterpiece? No. no. Is it just a fun, exciting hole that adds yes. a lot of drama? And we've seen tournaments swing wildly. Yeah, no. it's great. It's yeah. a great hole. Uh, I could spend all day there just try, seeing guys, you know, yeah. either fuck it okay. up or get that birdie, get an eagle. Eagle. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. And then 18, uh, kind of a typical 18th hole for a, a TPC, you know, wall all, all the way down the left, bunkers on the right. Uh, they have church pew bunkers right, like, uh, right past the water, which I don't really know why they're there. Um, they're basically just there, I think, for to make it look tough. Um this hole, though, it has a lot more bark than bite. Uh, these professionals, they, they aim away from the water. They aim, they can pretty much carry most of those bunkers because they're at altitude uh, and the furrows are firm. It's really kind of a weak finishing hole, but it's a birdie hole, though. Yeah. If you know, if you get a good drive there. Uh, but like, you know, it's it looks visually tough. Like it's very dip- unless you have a really, really, really poor shot. Uh, I think a couple of years ago, um, somebody hit in the church pee bunkers. They were caught up like in that fescue. Um, yep. I think actually Ricky was, he almost blew the tournament then. Um, oh, yeah. although, otherwise though, these guys are pretty long. They'll take everything, all the trouble out of play. Uh, it's a pretty easy wedge to the green. Yeah. But if you get some guys who are like, let's say we got like, like this week, like a mall naughty type, right. Who's in the mix that visual intimidation, you know, golf is 90% in between your ears. Like all these guys are great. So I feel like you get somebody up there who's not a, a, a Finau and, and not a Rom and not a Rory and they see that shit and they, and they're within one of the lead or they have the lead. Like that's the moment they shat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like, because they look at it and they're intimidated by it. Does that make sense? Well, um, I'm going to say something a little bit that makes that not make sense. Okay. Um, PJ tour is going to stack the deck this week. Was that so mean? why? Well, I'll tell you why. Uh, why don't we take a break? Fine. And I will tell you why uh, the PG Tour is going to rig this thing. Great. All right. <sighs> All right. Well, listen, big game bingo. Uh, you also need to make sure you sign up for the SGPN app and get your own big game bingo card full of all your favorite big game prop bets. And if you get a bingo, you'll win $57 in SGPN gift cards. The only catch is you got to be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. Uh, and listen, if you guys are going out to Arizona, you got to check out uh, for the big game. You got to make sure you check out SGP's live show at the Ainsworth Thursday at 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. The show is free and you'll be able to watch the show and have some drinks with the guys. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. Okay. All right. Let's talk about this golf course. Bang strategies. So, why you give me that look, by the way? <laughs> what look? You just gave me a look like I should have uh, jumped in right there. No, it was more of like, I think I read it out of order and I think we're going to have to have another break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had to scroll down the wrong thing. Well, that's why, <laughs> we, don't, that's why we don't do the show live. Yeah. Whoa, just kidding. We do it. All Here's right. my face. All right. Well, I got a lot to say. So before we, how about this? Before we get to the relative skill set chart, yeah. we'll take another break. Where there's yeah. something else we had to, we need to mention too. So, well, yeah, that's that's the only thing. That's that's what I missed, right? So, hey, well, guys, we're listen. We're doing uh, we're doing uh, a giveaway with uh, with Piper Golf. Uh, and basically, all you gotta do is follow Piper Golf and at the Golf Game of Podcast uh, on Twitter, and we're giving away is it golf balls? Is that right? 
Yeah, it's a dozen of the gold uh, Piper golf balls. So yeah, like so the, these golf balls, um, you know, they perform just as well as a Pro V1 for a little bit less of the cost, uh, especially around the greens too. Like a lot of us, like listen, like like we can't take advantage of like all the Pro V1 can offer you, no. but these golf balls are really, really good. First of all, they compare T to green to a Pro V1, but they also do really well uh, around the green. There's, it's a high spinning ball, so you can stop the ball pretty good. Uh, so yeah, listen, like spend a little bit less, improve your short game. Maybe it'll improve your scores too by using Piper Golf. So I'll, I get maybe I'll, I'll get get a lesson and some Piper Golf balls, and maybe that'll like it's a short game is. So messy. It makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. I hate my short game. Yeah. Listen. Uh, I mean, but yeah. Yeah. So listen. Go go do that. And uh, yeah. Get get in the contest, man. Win a dozen of the gold, gold balls. And uh, yeah. Why not? Man? Let's there you go. go. All right. All right. Now let's get to the golf course. So now let's get to the golf course. GBC Scottsdale. Par seventy one. Three par fives. All of them about five hundred fifty to five hundred eighty yards. All of them are reachable at fifteen hundred feet of altitude. And how firm uh, these fairways are going to be. Uh, Seven thousand two hundred sixty one yards. Again at fifteen hundred feet of altitude. Plays a lot shorter. Than that. Mm. Uh, agronomy. Let's talk about that. This is naturally a Bermuda golf course. Uh, it's overseeded uh, in the desert. It gets pretty cold at night. Overseeded with ryegrass and fescue, and they overseed the shit out of this thing. It's waste magic. Phoenix open. They it's green. They want it to just pop. So, so I was going to ask you. So, what does that mean? I remember last year you talked about it, but as you know, my memory is garbage, so I can't remember. So, what what does that mean? Like, what's it going to play like on the greens and in the fairways? I mean, it's just gonna. Like if, I, if I'm if I'm making a model, right? So if I'm making a model on what I who I want like a good putter to be, I know it's easy putting here, but like, what should I be focused on? I mean, I can tell you the golf courses that you have. Fine. It's great. Okay. All right. Perfect. So, all right. Well, for one thing about that though. So, a couple of years ago, so the, the overseed they use is Poetrivialis and a rye overseed. That's what makes it a little more green on it. They used yeah. to throw something called velvet bentgrass on it too. Now you might hear. That like maybe throw out the putting stats from a couple of years ago. So they had the velvet bentgrass. It's immaterial, guys. Like it's still going to roll really good. Don't worry about it. Use you can use past putting stats from this tournament, even without the velvet bentgrass. It's okay. It's not going to matter all that much. But here are the other golf courses that's overseed. So PJ West and La Quinta, that's just a poetrivialis overseed. Still rolls pretty true. It takes a lot of the grain out of you know a natural Bermuda uh, green. Use that obviously TBC Sawgrass post 2019. That also that has that velvet bent grass. Um, it's gonna roll about the same. That uh, sounds yeah. like something I'd go pick up at my local uh medical marijuana uh dispensary. Yes, velvet bent green. I feel like v- we should, I feel like we should make a strain. Yes, very potent strain. Uh, rolls very true <laughs> as you uh, roll the joint. Uh, in this <laughs> resort, uh, those are Copperhead. Po- yep, Copperhead. Those are Poe Trivials overseas greens. Sometimes, depending on when they play it, though, sometimes the Bermuda can pop up a little bit, but if it's colder, it's a Poe Trivials overseed. Austin Country Club, which, uh, by the way, that is going to mean a demise. Uh, did you hear about that? No. Oh, the WGC match play is uh, going to be no more at Austin Country Club. There, this, la- la- this is the last year for it. No more match play? That is to be determined. But it seems like WGC is officially dead. Um, they're not going to like match. I like match play. I know. They're going to have to figure out. They're going to have to create a new tournament, basically, with just match play. Yeah. Uh, what's going to happen? They can't take match play away. So there was a dispute between Austin Country Club and the PGA Tour. It was kind of a pissing match, and they PGA Tour just decided 
we're not coming back here. This is the last year. Uh, the Houston, the good news is that Memorial Park, Houston Open, that really d- difficult golf course in the fall, that's actually going to take its place. So that's good. I'm happy that's still be on the schedule, but I really liked Austin Country Club. It was a great match play venue, and they're going to take it away. That's a big loss. It's a big loss. I know. You're bummed, man. Dude, this sucks. I love match play. I, like to, I do, too. You got to enjoy, enjoy we the- should. We should we, there should be more than one match play thing. Now they're going to take it fucking all away. I mean, I think the Tour Championship should be match play, but no one wants to listen to my crazy ideas about that. God damn it. Uh, Anyways, yeah. uh, there's no fucking, stroke game. So, this, so th- that's it? Like, there's no more match play? After it's, it's, to be, it's to be determined. But this is, this is definitely the last match play at Austin Country Club. If they relocate it, it's going to be a different place in the schedule, and it will not be at Austin Country Club. Uh, my, my guess is it might be dead. I'm going to be perfectly honest. So, all right. Well, with that, uh, Austin Country Club, you can use that. Uh, TBC San Antonio, that's a Poe Trivialis overseed. Uh, Harbor Town, uh, Poe Trivialis overseed when they play it week after the Masters, and TBC Louisiana uh, for the Zurich Classic. So, if you want to take putting stats from uh, seven golf courses, there's actually a lot of data you can use. So, do they keep track at, uh, at Louisiana? So, they used to when they had the stroke play event. Uh, you're not going to get a lot of recent yeah. stuff, though. So, but I, I mean, like, you know. I'm still on tilt about match play, man. What the fuck? Why wouldn't you tell me that prior instead of just springing that on me? I mean, I just I just saw it on the list. I'm like, oh yeah. I thought I texted you that. I don't know, dude. We text a lot. We do. (laughs) We do. It's a it's a digital best friend uh, relationship there. God damn, man. I'm I'm, like I don't know if I can recover from this. I can't believe I'm gonna lose. Why why don't you mute yourself and then when I talk? (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, let's all, let's, okay. Again, so overseeded greens. Um, they're about 7,070 square feet in average. They're fairly large for PG Tour standards. Yeah. Um, they'll run about 12 in the SIP meter, too. So pretty standard Fast. PG Tour speeds. All right. I mentioned before that I think the PG Tour is stacking the deck. Here's why. Typically, the rough, which is also overseeded, by the way, is two and a half inches. This year, it's only two. So I think what they want is because all the best players and driving is really important here. Yep. All the best players that I mentioned at the top of the show gain a ton of strokes off the tee. I think they want the rough to be as least difficult as possible. And guys can just, even if they hit in the rough, they can go for the green and spin the ball. Uh, they want a packed leaderboard of the best of the best on Sunday. And I don't think it's a coincidence that there's no reason with the wet. The weather was the exact same last year as was this year. This is a decision by the tour to make it only two inches. Uh, two inches ryegrass is nothing. Oh. Um, like it's the ball's going to sit up really nicely for these guys. I, I think they want it. They want the best of the best to be the end. And one way to do it is don't make it difficult if they hit it a little bit in the rough. But the problem the problem is never the rough here is when you fucking hit it off the planet and end up in the fucking desert. I, I know it isn't, but they're still shaping half an inch. Like they're 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 trying to make sure that right. these they're, guys are doing everything they can. They're, they're right. Like, like take yeah. take away any adversity these guys could have. So and like like even so, like these greens are really firm too. So yeah, the rough is not a problem, but you still don't get a whole lot of spin. In two inch ryegrass, you can still get a club. Do whatever you really want. Really go in the ball, you're gonna be able to put spin on it. 
they're trying to promote a stack leaderboard on Sunday because this is their first. That's fine. Listen, listen. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I am. Listen. Normally, I would bitch about something like that, but yeah, let's get let's get a stack leaderboard on Sunday, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get all the eyeballs on golf, right? Right before the Super Bowl. The problem is, is like it was uh, two years ago when they were in the playoff. Or was it last year? It was last year when they were in the playoff, and like you got people over who like want the Super Bowl on. And I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. I'm watching the end of this playoff. <laughs> like, okay. Sorry. Well, let's get back to what you said at the top of the show. They're not making it all that easy for Keegan to win if he's got to fight all the big names. Dude, Keegan is a big name in my brain. In your brain. See how I, see how I, see how I did that? Okay. But I'm telling you, dude Keegan, dude, Keegan can definitely go with these guys. What are you talking about? He can. God damn it. You're going to make me bet more than I need to Listen, on fucking Keegan. He can. I'm playing my flag. I'm just saying. Playing my flag. Keegan's fucking winning this week. When I said earlier they What's want John Rom versus Rory McIlroy, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, but th- listen. You they, can, want you all can, those, can, they want all those guys up top. This is care. a conscious Keegan, decision to make it like this. Keegan is, Keegan is putting better than both of those guys right now, and he is good that's off actually, the bottom. That's actually not true. How much you want to bet? He was not the best true. putter last week. The best putter in the field. Not last week. Not Pebble, but the week before. You you keep running your mouth. Last 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 this. last twelve rounds. That's twelve rounds. Last okay. twelve rounds. Okay, let me pull up my spreadsheet. Yeah, pull it up. Okay. And last twelve rounds for Keegan. Anyway. He is gaining. He is losing 0.04 strokes. There's no way he's losing. He was the best putter in the field last week. Well, two weeks ago. He, Keegan also lost five point six strokes putting at Century Tournament Champions. That doesn't help your case. Century doesn't count. It does count. It's not a real tournament. What are you? What the fuck are you talking about? Hey, well, he you just lost that. Bet. Well, you just lost that bet. But yeah. but okay, dude. He's he's. We, we also lost he, a viewer because you said something really stupid like that. So good job. Okay. Ch- okay. You're chasing away. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Keegan, All right. Keegan can Keegan can hang. Dude, uh, they can try to strip King, hang, King can hang for a top 10. Okay. I don't, I don't think yeah, Keegan's no. win this thing. All right. Anyways, I would like let's get back to oh. point two. Point number two. After I got derailed up by that. Uh, scoring average. Usually it's about point three under par. Not exactly a birdie fest. But if you keep it basically in the fairway, avoid the water troubles, avoid the desert. This place can definitely be had. Uh, it's bigger greens, reachable par fives. You can make a lot of birdies if you just don't do anything really stupid. Uh, in addition, uh, three of the four strokes gain categories. Uh, you typically can gain more strokes on the field here. It basically, it's a little easier conditions than the average PGA Tour stop. I'll get to some reasons why in a little bit. Uh, the only exception is around the green, but that's only a little more difficult than PGA Tour averages. Uh, I mentioned at the top of the show, this is a very driver-heavy golf course. Really, I, there's no golf course other than maybe, or whole other than maybe 17 that you're not pulling driver on. It's all really right on front of you. The answers are right there. Uh, you can hit it basically long and straight. That works really well here. Uh, it also has the highest, of all tournaments with at least five events there since 2015, it's the highest average driving distance of all drives, uh, just under 300 yards for the field. Um and even though the field driving accuracy rates are kind of low, uh, it's only about like 62% because the fairways are pretty firm. Uh, I Even before this decision to make it only two-inch uh, ryegrass rough, uh, missing the rough was never really all that penal. No. So uh, they're making it even less penal. So I, it's not going to matter. Am I crazy to think it's like putting here is super easy? 
Well, I'm going to get to putting. Sorry. Yeah, we, we have a couple other categories to get to. I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry. just let me be patient. All right. I um, so while missing in the rough is not difficult, um, there are a lot of ways you can really screw yourself off the tee. That's why you got to drive it really well here. Uh, you can hit it in the desert, end up in a cactus bush, penalty, or into a dry creek bed, penalty, or into the water, penalty. Um, it actually has uh, the third highest rate of penalty shots on the PG Tour of all tournaments with at least five events since 2015. Only TBC really? River Highlands and Sea Island produce more. Really? Yeah. So you can listen. Like we've seen, like number 12 or number yeah, yeah number 12. 12. Perfect drive. Just yeah. a little bit too left. far left. Water. Cactus. Yep. No. Wait. No. Which is the one with the cactuses on the left? Where Spieth was? Where he? Um... I mean, every hole has cactus. <laughs> Every hole. You know what I mean, though. You know what hole I'm talking about, where he got, like, where he was, like, in the cacti. Probably somewhere on the front line. So, um, but anyways, like, that hole. Like, there's ways it can go very wrong for you. So, guys who, maybe they're not the most accurate, but they gain a ton of strokes, they don't get in too much trouble, they tend to do pretty well here. Um, Let's talk about the green sizes. uh, Above average greens. Still, the green regulation rate is about... PG Tour average about 66%. Although the last couple of years have been close to 70, guys have kind of torn it up. Um, they play pretty firm. So that can, and there's some runoff areas um, off the green. It's probably a reason why the green regulation rate isn't like 75% because, you know, it's not pillow soft. Right. Um, but even so, the approach shots aren't really all that difficult. Uh, from under 150 or over to 150. That's the one thing about TBC Scottsdale. Like, there's nothing really like stands out about it as far as like difficulty. Like, it's kind of the average run of the mill PGA Tour course with pretty like if you're doing pretty good. Like, hey, there's not a whole. Yeah. Um, the only place where really there might be adversity is around the green. There's some shade off areas. There's some collection areas we see you know next to the green on 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, chipping off the off the fairway. It's the ninth most difficult. Uh, on the PGA Tour. Um, also getting out of the bunkers isn't all that easy, too. Um, so, yeah, like, that could be somewhere if you have a really bad short game, maybe that can expose you. So, And then just like you mentioned, the greens, pretty easy greens to put on. Um, it's the Poa Trivialis Overseed. They roll really true, kind of like how we saw at uh, PGA West. Uh, it takes a lot of the grain out of it. Guys can yeah. roll in a lot of putts. You can do that here. Uh, and guys are able to gain a lot more strokes uh, putting on putts less than five feet, between five and 15 feet, and over 15 feet. That was not the case the last two weeks where we've had to deal with the Poa Trivial or the Poa Anna of the West Coast. Or just, you don't know what you're going to get. Exactly. It's a luck box. Uh, none of that this week. So, um, do we have to take in our break or can I get right to nah, the skills? We're good. Let's go. Well, let's lead right to that. So, I post my, I always post a skill set chart from Data Golf. It's a great tool, it shows correlation of, Different skill sets, finish on top of the leaderboard. No surprise. I've said a lot before. You got to drive it really well here. Off the tee. Higher correlation of guys who hit it long and straight. Which is more important, longer or straight? Uh, straight. There's a higher correlation of guys who hit it a little fairway. Like, I mean, obviously, you mentioned John Rahm. Xander's pretty good combination of length and accuracy. Can't like good combination of length and accuracy. Uh, we've seen Webb right. Simpson win here. Billy Horschel's done well here. Uh, they tend to hit a lot of fairways. So um, just kind of off the top of my head. Think about some of the top players. I mean, Rory, Rom, gain a lot of strokes off the tee. Yep. Morikawa, because he hits a lot of fairways. Uh, Tom Kim, 
It's a lot of fairways. So I like Morikawa this week if that if that number stays where it's at that I saw well, he, on the draft yeah, was at. Yeah, he gains a ton of strokes off the tee too. Like uh, that, like that's that's what to look for. Like don't look at necessarily distance. Don't look at necessarily actually like most like look at like all right. If you're right. accurate and you gain a ton of strokes off the tee, yeah. long gains strokes off the tee. Like that's strokes off the tee is going to be big this week. Yeah. You have yeah. to drive. Yeah. Uh, iron play is about average, but iron play is the most important stat anywhere. Like Always. if you're a good iron player, it's going to help you. If you're a bad iron player, it's not going to help you. Um, around the green, there's not really a whole lot of correlation to an actual statistical profile of if you're a really good scrambler or a really bad scrambler. just doesn't seem like that's an important differential between if you're going to be good or not. But in tournament, you have to be really good um, yeah. around the green. It's actually... Um, think, about, think about what Brooks chipped in. Remember, he chipped in. To, right. To, yeah, like basically yeah. your performance around the green dictates and to a pretty high correlation what your total strokes gain is. The problem is yeah. you just don't really know who's going to do it because it just it doesn't seem like it's the most important thing. Right. Uh, and then putting, there's a high correlation of guys who are really good putters because these greens were really true. Uh, if you're a really good putter, you can take advantage of it. We've seen a lot of really good putters do well here. Like Xander's a great putter, does really well here. Uh, Webb Simpson is one here. Um, you know, back in the day, Ricky Fowler was a really good putter. He's won. Um, doesn't it help? Does, doesn't something like this help bad putters though? It does, but you can separate yourself a little more if you're a really good putter. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just going by what it says. So no, 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 I was just asking. Yeah. It, was, it was a question. So <laughs> although we've also seen Hideki win twice, and he's not a great putter, but he just yeah, but, amazing, but he's Hideki's not a good putter, but but when Hideki gets the putter right and he can stay like flat or even positive a little bit. Like, okay. All right. I'm just saying like from a, if you're, you're looking pre-tournament, you don't know if Hideki's going to do well putting that week. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's, yes. that's what I mean. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. But what generally, about generally speaking, better putters have a better chance of finishing towards the top of the league. You're going to see more of those guys towards the top of the leaderboard. Generally, there obviously are exceptions. So, uh, and then the last thing, your approach on distribution chart, very defined this week. Uh, higher rates uh, than the PGA Tour average from anywhere between 100 and 200 yards. Seventy uh, percent of your approach shots is from between 100 and 200. That's a huge. Um, that's a huge sample. Like 100 and 200. That's almost. Well, we Brent, get... well, it's also seventy percent of your approach shots. Between, I mean, are almost every tournaments between 100 and 200 yards for approach shots? No, necessarily. Sometimes there's less than 100. Uh, it's a higher percentage there. It's skewed. Sometimes over 200 is higher skewed. All right. So for example, let's just look. So between 200 and basically 200 plus, it only makes up about 21% of your shots. Uh, under 100 yards, it only makes up 7% of your shots. What about 150 to 200? Like I feel like is, is... Uh, 150 to 200, it is 38% of your shots. And from 100 to 150, it is 31% of your shots. Damn. You can't, you can't, you can't ignore one. Yeah, it's weird. That's yeah. So here, weird. here's what I recommend. That's, a, that's such a big, that's such a big thing. You know, well, here's what I recommend. Well, all right. Okay. Well, here's what I recommend. Break them up into two. Look at both. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, you, I mean, all right. So you build a model. You're going to have to use both. You can't, yeah, just, you, have to. you can't avoid one. Otherwise you only look at one out of three approach shots. Yeah. yeah. You got to get as much as you can into it. So, and then as far as your shots over 200. Isn't that weird though? Isn't, isn't that weird? When was the last time we talked about like that big of a gap in, 
usually it's like, all right, most of the shots come between one and one fifty, or you know, one and one twenty-five, or one fifty, one seventy-five. Now we're like between one and two hundred. That's so many shots. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah, I mean it's 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 short to mid irons, basically. Yeah, it's crazy. Or like Torrey Pines, a lot of long irons. Yeah, so that's fair. Um, as far as like longer approach shots, you probably those are just your par fives. You can probably just look at par five scoring. Um, yeah, like your par four stuff is basically 100 and 200 yards, and some of your par threes as well. So, um, so okay, just overall, what to look for this week? Um, course history is a big thing. There's a higher correlation of guys who have pretty good success here, tend to have repeat success. Uh, really good drivers. I've tried to hammer that into your guys' heads. Uh, good combination of length and accuracy are both. Uh, players who are pretty good with their short to mid irons. Uh, good putters, uh, especially uh, maybe some of these overseas surfaces. Got to score on par fives. Um, that's really the name of the game for this week. Can I can I bring up something? Sure. <laughs> I know you're irritated. So, uh, so the last time Keegan gained almost seven strokes putting. His two previous were a miscut where he lost three and a half. And then the BMW, he lost almost a quarter. And then after he gained six strokes putting, he won the Zozo. So prior to his second at the Famas, he lost six, 1.8, and then he just gained seven. So that means he's winning this week. Okay. All right. Then he's winning this week. Congratulations. Do you want to do paid out right now? Uh, yes. Would you? That would be fun. Okay. How nice would that be, by the way? Why don't you just single bullet Keegan then? Just put your money where your mouth is. I'm not going to single bullet, but I'm definitely. Well, then you're a, you're a coward. Then I'm you're on the show saying some obscure fact about Keegan. <laughs> I just like one time, and then he won. So why don't you just do it? Because I like to watch the irritation on your face as I spit these facts out. Because it's such a small sample size, and small sample sizes irritate you. It does. I know. I love it. Yeah. Uh, you want to go over where the odds are? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I was going to ask you about what do you think about a, a specific Decky's number? Uh, what's his number? It's almost 30. It's like 28 or 29. I think that's fair. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Like, look okay. the guys right. Like, Morikawa's, Tom so, Kim, Morikawa, and Finau's a little below oh, him, 25. I know. I, I know. Like, I know. I'm living in this range, man. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm all these are really good players. Like, all right, all right. So let's let's ask a question then. Yeah. Where I guess how far other than Keegan? Where do you stop? Uh, let me pull it up. Because what we got Keegan at what sixty five? Yeah. Uh, who's below Keegan? It, it probably stops at Keegan if I'm being real. I think it stops higher than that. I mean higher. As far as I, like, I, I, I think it like, stops at. I mean, I think the number on Burns is bad, but I would say probably Cam Young range. I think it stops. What are you, what are you seeing, Cam Young at a forty-five? He's a, I see a thirty-five. Yeah, he was forty. I mean, all these, all these are kind of condensed. Yeah. I would say because because then you get to Jason Day, Taylor. Yeah, yeah no, listen, I, I mean. Listen, obviously, Sahith, I'm Sahith, fucking who pre- people are going to bet Sahith again because he almost won last year and he did really well at Tory. Yeah, people are going to bet him. Yeah. Um, you got Matt McNeely at 55, Hatton 55, Ricky 60, Fleetwood 60, Lowry 60, who's playing like garbage right now. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's because you start with Cam Young 
I mean, Spieth is up here. He's always overvalued. Like, all right, goes Cam Young, Sungjae, Hovland, Tom Kim, Hideki. I think, I think, I think that's, I think that's the floor. If you have all these guys in this field, and I think the PGA Tour is yeah. stacking the deck to get one of them to win, or a couple of those guys in the mix. I mean, I, I think yeah. that's that's about the limit for me. I mean, Montgomery at fifty is interesting. I'd rather take Montgomery at fifty than Sahib, but Burns at fifty-five is just puzzling. I got. Yeah, I mean, he has him. I mean, he played yeah. well at Amex. Uh, yeah. He didn't play at Tory. Siwoo has a. I know he has a spotty history here, even though he should do well because of the TPC courses. Yeah. Seamus, no, thank you. But listen, if I wasn't a homer for Bradley, like listen, obviously I'm just breaking your balls and making it into a bit. But like Keegan, Keegan's number sixty five is definitely fair, and it, and it's and it's alive ish, right? Like he's better than fucking Brian Hammond and and Corey Connors and Aaron Wise at this fucking course. Like he just is. Like he's a better player than those guys. Am I wrong or am I just fucking? Crazy? I mean, I think I think Aaron Wise is comparable. Aaron Wise is not fucking comparable. What has Aaron Wise ever done? What has he ever done? You want me to talk about a profile of Aaron Wise? I don't care about a profile. What has he done? Has what tournament has he? What won? the fuck are you talking about? Seriously, can you can Aaron you Wise. shut the all right? No, no, shut the fuck up about Keegan. Seriously, all right, just stop. Seriously, stop. Please. Full, full stop. You're no being, you're being really irritating at this point. Okay, fine. stop. You made your you made your point about Keegan. So I would say, what would you say? Fifty then at Montgomery? Probably, yeah, sure. I mean, Potter, longish. Sure. Yeah, that that, that can know. work. Yeah, I mean, Cam Young at thirty-five. I mean, you're probably right. It's it's coming from thirty-five and under, it, right? It, it, it probably it. It, it probably is. I mean, Rom, Rory. All right. So somebody below that is going to be Rom, Rory, Xander, Sky Scheffler, Max Homa, who might go back to back. JT, Cantlay, oh. Finau, Morikawa, Tom Kim, Hideki, Hovland, Sungjae, Cam Young. A lot of guys you got to beat. It's weird to see Homa price the same as JT. I know JT's not playing all that great. I know I don't. I don't, I don't think JT's price is right. Like uh, I think Homa's price is right. JT should be lower. I think JT based on it. I think I think he might drift. Uh, I think yeah. Fitzpatrick might be a little high. Although he played well here last so year. But yeah, and like there, there was that th- there was that thing about like the injury with him. Although he played good today. Yeah, and I guess he didn't have his normal caddy either. Okay, I mean that might have something to do with it, but. Um, Finau at 25, Mark Howard 25, Kim at 28. Those are also fucking juicy, man. Okay. God. I don't know what I'm going to do this week. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It's going to be hard to pick. I mean, you, realistically, three max. Yeah, four, it, it, four, four, if you maybe start with like Finau. But yeah, if, if, you, if, you, if you start, if you start at Finau, you could go. You could realistically go between Finau and Mori, and then even even take Tom Kim at twenty eight, and then maybe Young at thirty five. That's three guys thirty five to one, and then you can drop all the way down like a Montgomery or a Burns at fifty five. That that card's perfectly fine, but you got to ignore those fucking studs at the top, <laughs> like yeah. like Xander. <laughs> like listen, I'm never gonna bet Rory or Ram at that short of a number, other than the one. Uh, yeah. Xander at 11. Or shit, Cantlay. I mean, he almost won this last year. His game is perfect for this place. It really is. And, dude, there's yeah. a playoff. I mean, how many playoff holes did we play last year? It felt like it was I mean, fucking I, I, 10. I was, pretty, I was drunk, so I, I kind of lost track. But it, I know I hit it was Cantlay. Forever. I had Cantlay and Scheffler. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, this is I only had Cantlay. <laughs> yeah. I only had Cantlay. And you were very happy and drunk, and I was not. I was. Um, so, 
but yeah, like, like, like yeah. this, this, this is this golf course is made for basically being an awesome driver and being a rolling some putts. And like, there's so many of those guys like at the top of at the top right now. Like, like I know, so, like I, like I know you poo pooed it, but like, can I actually give you like the Rory and Rom putting numbers? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Rory has gained. All, just under a stroke per round putting his last 12 rounds. Okay. And Rom has gained uh, about 0.8 over his last 50, 0.6 over his last, like, 10. That's weird. I feel like he's been putting better. Oh, Rom? Yeah. I think he had a bad... Yeah, so at the... It's funny enough. Well, so, here, so here's what it is. At the Amex, you only have two rounds, and he lost two strokes putting at uh, PJ West. Or uh, the stadium uh, course, so that's that's okay, why yeah. the the short term. Other than that, though, uh, gain one point seven at Century, yeah. gain one point seven in Dubai, gain one half yeah. at Spanish Open, yeah. gain like eight strokes putting at the Tour Championship. Like yeah, and like he hasn't, and he's a monster off the tee too. So yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah, so I mean, hopefully one of those guys don't win because otherwise, my bets are going to go busto. Yeah, because we can't um, bet them. Probably not. So. Although, on what? I wonder what. What do you, who do you think? <clears throat> what do you think the juice is on a Rom versus Rory matchup? I think it's minus one twenty Rom, or minus one. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, if, if Rory's like plus money, it's Rom. I would just blindly take Rory. I think they're. I think they're basically both playing the same level right now. Right. So why not just yeah, just take the underdog. I, 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 I mean, I don't want to. Talk, I don't want to touch that matchup. Oh, I am. I'm 100 betting Rom okay. over Rory. 100. Of course, you are. You hate Rory. I do. You you would bet Keegan over Rory at like plus one. Oh, oh, I get way better odds than plus one. Like, how about this? You want to bet? You want to do? You want to do a charity bet? Keegan versus Rory. You make up the odds. Oh. And I'm just saying. Why are you so derailed by me tonight? Because <laughs> you you're being a dead horse with Keegan. I'm just over it. Okay. Because it's because it's twisting you. That's all. I was just gonna make a fun charity bet. That's all. Um all right. anyway. I'm not, inter- I'm not interested. Okay. All right. Well, I got nothing else. You got anything? No, that's it, man. We got uh we got Bear off on tomorrow night to break down uh the DFS. We got Pamela Maldonado to break down the betting cad. Uh she was gonna go uh to waste management, but I think she's not going anymore. I know she got hit pretty bad by that winter storm. Uh so I'll just verify that she's actually still gonna come on. So <laughs> I know I know they got hit pretty bad. Down in Texas, but no, they're not typically mm-hmm. equipped uh, for like the bad winter storm. But yeah, man, big gas, uh, great week. Oh god, I'm so excited for like a fucking, so excited for four days of like good golf, good golf, mm-hmm. good players, good golf. Hopefully, decent coverage. Uh, yeah, other than that, now that's it, man. We'll be back tomorrow night with Bear Off, and uh, go uh, check Steve's article on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, where he breaks it down in depth with like lots of pictures and data golf stuff uh, to help you create your DFS lineup event card. You can find me on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper. Other than that, see you tomorrow.